individually, we shouldn't be responsible for the image of a whole group. The fact that they are holding us uh, to certain standard tells you that we're so underrepresented. <laughs> we're so underrepresented in this country um, that even just one person mess up. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Top Fives with Don Sill. I'm your host, Don Sill, and we got another great Top Five in store for you today. It's the Top Five Asian Comedians. Asia's a pretty big continent. Chinese, Japanese, Filipino, Pakistani, Indian, even Russia. Joining me today is the hilarious Pong Dong. He's only been in America for 11 years and already rocking stages all across the country. So the TSA had to do this. Scan your ticket, check your ID, sir, pull off your mask. All right, you're good next. Uh, when it comes to my turn, I just showed up my Chinese passport and I was about to pull out my mask. And he goes, no, 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 you keep it on. <laughs> I trust you. Also, don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment below. We want to hear your top five as well. But without further ado, let's get right into it. Me and Pong Dong with our top five Asian comedians. Pong Dong. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How are you? Good. This is really cool. Thanks again for joining us to do this top five of the best Asian comedians ever. And uh, that, that's a pretty broad statement because there's been a lot of great Asian comedians, I would say. Yeah. I mean, we have, uh, if you if you say Asian comedian, we can, we got to include a lot of people, right? There's Indians. You know, Pakistani, uh, yep. Korean, Filipino, everyone. Right on. I, yeah. I'm a little bit Filipino too. I don't know if, if you could tell, but my grandmother was Filipino. Most other Filipinos could always say they could tell in my eyes. But the only people that ever could tell that I'm Filipino are other Filipinos. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just a white dude. Yeah, you know what? Um, Joe Coy doesn't seem very asian looking to me a lot of people always ask me why'd you wear that flag on your chest when you did the tonight show because i wanted other filipino kids that wanted to be a comic be inspired when they saw me that night if they saw me that night they would be like yo i can do that too right yeah um, and he's filipino I'm, I'm also very bad at telling right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're east asian right i can tell or or you know south asian right now you are Chinese, right? And you've all, you've been in America for what, like 11, 12 years or so? Uh, yeah, 11 years. Um, yeah. And yeah, what I'm made you... In China. Were you doing stand-up in China or is that something you just started doing here? Yeah, I uh, started here. Um, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. I come from the land of the ice and snow. Don't compromise. Uh, we run from ice. <laughs> what made you decide to to jump in and, and do uh, stand up comedy out here? Uh, when I came to America, you know, stand up was like a really it was like a new thing to me. Um, I never knew it existed. And um, my I think my roommate showed me um, George Carlin and. Russell Peters uh, immediately fell in love, wow. and um, 
uh, watch somebody named Joe Wong. I heard that our Asians have become the fastest growing immigrant group in America, which is really amazing because Mexicans can cross the river and come here. And I have to fly thousands of miles to Mexico. He was pretty successful 10 years ago. Um, he, did, he did the White House correspondence, the C-SPAN dinner. Uh, he roasted Joe Biden. I'm honored to uh, meet uh, Vice President Joe Biden here tonight. Um, I actually read your autobiography. And today I see you. I think the book is much better. Um, and he has real thick accent. He was has been on a lot of TV shows. Uh, he's been on uh, Letterman, uh, Allen, um, you name it, all the late night shows. Um, he was real successful, but he moved back to China. Um, yeah, he has real thick accent. Uh, I mean, it's thicker than, than my accent, but... Um, Your um, accent, I can't believe you've only been here 11 years. I mean, you, uh, you speak really great English, very little bit of an accent. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I came here. Uh, yeah, it's, it's as good as it gets. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been here 11 years. Um, yeah, well, I watched Joe Wong, and uh, he um, he kind of inspired me. He kind of, you know, opens the door for me, um, makes me think, hey, it's actually possible for someone uh, who's born and raised in China and come here, even though you don't speak perfect English, you can still make people laugh. There's still common grounds, you know, for, for, for you know, for our sense of humor. There's people can understand our sense of humor. I think that was real inspiring for me, uh, watching him. Yeah. Daddy, this doesn't look yellow to me. I said, yes, I know, but this is America. And everybody has to have a color. And that's the color they gave us. And is there, is there a comedy, a stand-up comedy scene in China or any of the Asian countries? Yeah, yeah, I want to say in most Asian countries now. Uh, before I left China, I left China in 2010. Um, I don't think there was a uh, stand-up comedy scene, um, but right now it's getting huge. It's really, really popular in China. Um, you know, especially in those major cities, um, you can find clubs, you can find, um, you know, places to do open mics. Um, Stand-up comedians are um, big stars, big TV stars in China now. How difficult do you think it is? Because you always hear with, with like, through the years, you hear women comedians have a hard time getting accepted. You then you hear, you heard, you know, black comedians. But now it's, I feel like, how difficult is it for Asian comedians to be accepted and, um, you know, to to thrive in stand-up? Um, I think for Asian male, Asian men stand-up comic, comedian, Asian male stand-up comics, um, it's still pretty hard. Uh, I think, you know, um, I've, I've, I don't, not not that I'm amazing or anything, but um, I've applied, you know, uh, stand up, you know, comedy comedy festivals, um, and um, get rejected a bunch. Uh, I mean, it, and I I look at the roster, the the the, the people they pick. Um, there's usually no 
Asian male comics. Um, there's very, very few. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Um, you look at all the um, dry bar specials. Um, there, I can't recall any Asian male except for um, Indian man. Maybe I, I would say yes. I would say uh, it, because of Russell Peters, uh, it is easier. It's probably easier for uh, South Asians, um, you know, to get opportunities. But um, it's relatively hard for East Asian, especially male comics. Right, right. I, I, I could see that, and but I do see it starting to open up. I see more acceptance coming that way, and I'm seeing a lot of talented comedians, like just like these ones that we're gonna start talking about here in our top fives. So are you ready to go through your top five list with me? Yeah, but before I get into the list, um, I just wanna say, um, disclaimer, it's not um, top five, is um it's a list of five comedians uh, that i personally like um but there's other co uh, asian comedians that i like um that i cannot um i can't list i can't put them on the list because i uh like i said joe wong for example uh i love him i work with him uh but i never watch his special he doesn't have a comedy album uh out that you can listen to I'm only listing the ones that I watched, uh, you know, spe they're special or, or have, you know, uh, an hour album, 45 to an hour album uh, on Spotify or Apple Music. Okay. Um, so, yes, there are other comedians that are amazing, but I cannot put them on the list because just because they don't have, you know, gotcha. special available. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, Hong, let's go with um, your number five pick. Who's your number five? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he is not. Um, well, I think most people know him from his movies, um, but he's actually a really, really good stand-up. Um, he uh, came up. In, I think in, in, in Chicago. He came up in Chicago, a really good stand-up. Um, yeah, the uh, the album Beta Male, I really enjoyed it. I listened it to, I listened to it for I don't know how many times. Um, the reason I like it, uh, I, I like this album is because it is very, very personal. Uh, it's very honest. Um, some very smart jokes. Um, My accent is funny. Uh, security, could you? Um, <laughs> my accent is funny. I'm from a certain part of the world. <laughs> this isn't just a tan and a speech impediment. <laughs> I'm walking the walk. One of my favorite bits were uh, the one about Elephant Man. He goes, my, <laughs> my mom, took me to, you know, when he was a kid, they they, rent, they used to go to uh, video stores and rent videos. And they they rent the movie Elephant Man. He thought it was, he thought it was a superhero movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, Batman. <laughs> Devastating. I was eight, that movie took something from me. Like, I'm sure I lost the ability to smell rain during that movie. 
I turned to my mom and I was like, thank God movies are fake, huh? And she's like, actually, no, this one is real. Um, that, was, uh, that was one of my favorite jokes. Uh, also, his closer was, I think that was the closer. Let me check real quick. Um, Kumail Nanjiani. Um, you know, the one about um, monkey, uh, happy, oh yes, happy birthday. Uh, he having a birthday party uh, in Pakistan and for entertainment, somebody brought a mongoose and a king cobra and let them fight in the ring. <laughs> the fact that you just, just accepted that is racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's definitely hilarious. Like you said, he's he's best known now for uh, being in, in movies. One burger with four slices. We can't do that. Just put four slices of cheese on a burger. We can't do that. There's no. Button. Who the fuck is this? We man. Who the fuck is this? We. It's me and you. We're just people. Fucking listen to me. Fuck this corporate entity. Put four slices of cheese on the. Fucking burger! He started in stand-up. What I like about him is um, he has a great um, stage presence too. When he comes out on stage, um, oh, yeah. yeah, he he already takes command of the audience, and you could already mm -hmm. tell that he he's coming from uh, a smart place. He's a very smart comedy, well crafted, um, yes. and, and like the jokes that you said too. Is he's also bringing it back home and. Um, yeah, I just I just think the guy's hilarious uh, and and a, a great stand-up comedian, and he's a great pick. All right, so my number five pick um, is a, uh, a, a kind of legendary, really, in in the world of stand-up and groundbreaker too for what she did. She's a uh, you know a uh, Korean comedian, um, and it is Margaret Cho. And mm. with, with Margaret Cho, what I like about her, A, she's extremely funny and brave. Okay. And uh, yeah. it's... it's, um, it's well, did, did you did you watch his uh, latest stand-up? Uh, what is it called? Psycho or something? I, I watched a little bit of, of her stuff. Yeah, yeah. Her, her newest stuff. Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed that album. I'm not real familiar with her work, but I actually enjoyed that um, special on Netflix. I have to say, though, whenever... Uh, Black and white people fight. Asians and Mexicans don't know what to do. Uh, she, she, she touched a lot of uh, subjects that are super, super heavy. Um, you know, things about um, death, um, rape, um, a lot of heavy subjects, but he, she was brave. Yeah, that's right. Um, like she'll tackle also, um, the, she tackles gay rights. She's on the ship with 800 lesbians. We can't get off. So much drama. Were you looking at her or 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 her? She goes against the grain on a lot of subjects that, and you know, and she's ahead of the curve on a lot of these things. And, okay. um, you know, she her early career, she built it mainly, if you ever watch her early stuff, she does a lot of jokes mm. of, with her mom, and she does like an impression of her um, mom and all that stuff. Um. Water! That's my mother calling me. Water! 
stuff,、uh, and that's what. Yeah, I, I'm not really familiar with her work、uh, or his her, her her earlier stuff. I watched that one Netflix special. Yeah, no, that's great, and and yeah, because she's to me, she's like、um, more than a comedian in a way. She's a comedian activist, and there's a few comedian activists that do it right, that do it. To do it successfully, because sometimes、uh-huh. if you're an activist, you could lose the crowd. You lose half of the crowd,、mm-hmm. you know. But, but in her case, I think she's able to expand on it and and win the crowd over even those who may not agree with some of the things she has to say. But I do think that she is a comedic activist where she critiques the social and political problems and、mm. and he- head on. It's it's really important to protest police brutality because it's not something. That's just these incidents. You know, we are talking about many, many years of police brutality, going back to Amadou Diallo and Rodney King. So it's a lot. And like you、yeah. said too, she's not afraid to confront darker issues like death and things like that, and make them funny.、Yeah. And that's、yes. not easy to、um, do. I don't like it when it gets racial. <laughs> it gets racial sometimes. Yes.、Um, yeah. One joke, yeah. One joke that I really like、uh, the thing about the、um, uh, the Boko Haram,、uh, how they abducted all those girls. She goes, "I'm gonna put together a, a female team to go after them." <laughs> Asian women are beautiful. I think we have a lot of power. I do. I do believe that. I feel like I might be a little bit past my sell-by date, but I still have. I think if there was an Asian woman army with big boobs, we could solve all the problems in the Middle East. Because we can make Jews do anything. All right, Pang. We'll move on here. What? Who's? Who do you got for number four? Uh, number four. I'm gonna go with um. Ali Huang. Ah,、um, nice. I know most people say Ali Huang, but in her special,、um, she actually said, you know, in her closer, Ali Huang in her baby cobra, she she said, "My name is Ali Huang."、Um, so it sounds more like H U A N G.、Um, and I looked up her Chinese name is、uh, Huang Ali. So. Uh, it checks out. They actually pronounce Huang. Nice, Ali. Yeah.、Wong. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's、um, a hilarious comedian. She she toys with sexuality. She's done a couple specials.、Mm-hmm. Pregnant. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like the first one,、um, Baby Cobra. I think that one is so is so good. Uh, uh, The nice thing about it is that she represents her culture.、Um, she never shits on her own people. She always uplifts her own people. For marriage, it can be nice to be with somebody of your own race. The advantage is that you get to go home and be racist together. It's very common for、uh, Asian female comedian.、Uh, To shit on the male the Asian man,、uh, oh how they have small dick, whatever, blah blah blah. They they want to date the white people, or they want to date you know black guys, white guys. They don't want to date Asian guys.、Uh, you hear a lot of jokes、uh, from you know Asian female comedian, but I think it's really cool how Ali Wong、um, came out supportive of Asian、uh, men. Asian American men are very underrated. I don't know why people don't go for them. There's this. 
Asian men are the sexiest. They got no body hair from the neck down. Um, and that uh, she has she has some really really smart jokes. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think to your point, I think that does say a lot for her and her, her comedy to not go mm -hmm. for the cheap laugh because it's easy to get out yeah. there and and do the stereotypes and make fun of the you know like you said all the uh, Asian stereotypes on that men uh, may have and get the cheap laugh, right. but instead right, right. she's yeah she's more creative than that and she's able to um, you know find other ways to be funny and, and make jokes and, and not at the expense of her own people so again that goes a long way that's hilarious i identify because a lot of comics do that no matter what race they are they always go for the you know if you're irish you might you know an irish female comic might make fun of irish men for being drunk all the time or something how do you know if someone irish is flirting with you or just being genuinely abusive towards you <laughs> and the answer is you can't <laughs> so yeah. you know uh, it's easy to do that and get get the laugh so i think to her point to her i commend her for that for you know for not going that down that road and finding a, a, a different pathway to uh to be funny and, and she's she's hilarious man i don't care if his 25 year old butt cheeks got all nervous and clenched up and closed on my face like elevator doors i would get in there and just My uh, my standard for you know Asian comedian is uh, if you're writing a joke um, that you, if if your joke sounds like it can't be written by any white guys black guys or not your then you're not writing a good joke because uh, you're they they're laughing at you not with you. You guys think you can't tell us apart? We can't tell either, you know. Um, you're just you're just saying if you're just saying things if you're just saying things um, that other people are afraid to say because they don't want to look racist but, but you said it and they're laughing at it um, I don't think that's a good joke um, I, th I think that's laziness he, um, yeah we are we have so much to talk about mm, we can't just we can't just do the surface level stuff exactly well said well said indeed. I, uh, I completely agree. And, and I think, too, like, you know, people know, you know, like people who really uh, love stand up comedy or know how, you know, how jokes work, that they know when somebody took the cheap way out or, or mm -hmm. what's really super clever or, yeah. you know, a, a brilliant joke versus an easy joke. You have boyfriend yet? You have boyfriend? You have girlfriend? You have boyfriend? You have husband? You have lesbian? You rug muncher? You have boyfriend, huh? You need waxing. You don't have husband because you need the waxing. Have you seen this shit? All right, so now we'll move along to to uh, to my number four pick. My number four is a comic who's been on the scene for a long time here in New York, uh, New York City, and abroad. I think he started his career in Boston. He's a, a half Korean, half Irish guy, and it is Steve Byrne. So, Steve Byrne, yes. Yeah, Steve Byrne is a hilarious guy. He risen through the ranks of comedy to become, you know, uh, innovative and one of the most innovative and sought after performers. Um, he's just, I mean, his stuff is so funny. He he confronts a lot of the different topics in his stand up, but when he goes at race, 
he goes at everybody and it's mm. it's really always well done and well written and i don't know how much steve burn uh, material you have gotten you've been able to see um but if you ever see him he does um bruce lee having sex and mm. it is the best physical comedy you'll ever see he's like the way he does uh, everything okay. yeah you have to see it to understand I didn't mean to punch him, I'm so sorry. I make him feel good. Ooh. Um, he's like older generation, but um, um, I, I, I heard he's a very good physical comedian. Um, and who do you think is a better performer, him or Joe Coy? That's that's close because they're both kind of from the same cloth in a way, right? But mm. and, and they've both been around equally the same amount of time. But I yeah. I, I, I would I love Joe Coy. He's funny. I just love when he gets the high pitched voice, and he, you know, he has a, just his style. No! 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 Yeah, he does a lot of voices. Uh, he's he's pretty much uh, he's very much you know uh, the Filipino Russell Peters. Right. Yes. Uh, he used to tour with Russell Peters a lot, so they're they're kind of similar. They're yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's Steve Byrne. I, I would personally me lean more towards Steve Byrne only because okay. uh, I, I've watched him develop through the years. I remember him yeah. like you know from like you know 15, 16 years ago uh, when, when he was younger on the the Comedy Cellar in Manhattan, and then just watching him climb the ranks up. And and he had he had a TV show uh, called uh, Sullivan and Son, which aired for three seasons on the TBS network and stuff like that. He was, he just keeps almost getting to the top of the mountain and then comes back down. So I'm hoping that he goes to the top of that mountain soon. I think he's got the goods. Don't, 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 don't. Two seconds ago. And, and like you said, it was a good comparison to Joe Coy because I do think they are very similar, but, um, mm -hmm. but Steve Byrne, is my number four pick. I would let my kids know, I am Steve Byrne. <laughs> I am Korean and Irish. I am a boxer brief size medium. So we're already at number three, Pong. Nice, nice, moving along. Yeah, who's your number yeah. three pick? <laughs> yeah, um, number three. I'm gonna go with Polar Geese. Polar right. Most people never heard of this name, um, but he's he's a local uh, legend. He's a local legend. He's a um, Dallas comedian, um, and um, he's been doing it for 20 years. Uh, he used to tour with Russell Peters. Um, I think 
uh, back in 2005, um, be, even before before Russell Peters was uh, mad popular on the on YouTube 2006, uh, wow. they used they used to tour together a lot. This is a guy who I would consider the heir to my Indian crown. Please give it up for the very funny Mr. Paul Varghese. I mean, after even after he's he's got he got famous, um, and he's he used to tour with. Um, uh, uh, um, Gabe, Gabriel Iglesias and uh, Gary Goldman has been on come he has 30 you know come he's been on Comedy Central uh, laugh just for laughs I'm from South India too we're a little bit different over there we, we make up names for our kids but we give our pets regular names it's way backwards like my uncle's like these are my kids Shibu and Libu and our dog Jessica <laughs> He is, um, in my opinion, a better comedian than Russell Peters. Wow. Believe it or not. Um, but listen to his album, Paul and Oates. Um, very, very well-written jokes. Very, very smart jokes. Um, Alphabetical, my last name is Varghese. How racist is that? Right? All the white kids with last names like Adams, Barnes, Baxter's, Carpenters, out the front door. Me and the kids Wong and Wang completely screwed. I think he is, um, he does sometimes, he does, you know, accent, um, you know, his, his own, he's, he's, he's Indian. Uh, his parents are Indian. So when he does uh, his impression of their, their, his parents, he does, you know, Indian accent sometimes, but it's never, the Indian accent was never the punchline. Like living in India, acting like he's in Cleveland, you know, like, okay, thank you for calling Bank of America. My name is LeBron. Um, right, he, right. He, yeah, he writes, he, he writes so many good jokes. Um, he never use, he never goes for the easiest route. Um, that's what I love about this album, um, you know, and it's consistent laughs. And he's got, um, the thing I love about him is he's got um, so many different styles. Uh, he's, you know, he can, he can tell story, he can be a good um, observation, he can tell a good observational joke. If you meet somebody through online dating and they look nothing like their picture, can you call tech support? Um, he has some really, really smart, um, you know, racial jokes and political jokes. Um, it's a big deal that we won because two years ago we lost to a white kid. And honestly, I think white kids should win the Spelling Bee in America every single year. You should be able to win a competition featuring a language you invented. He can do one-liner. Um, he can do big act-outs, um, different accents, different, different voices. Um, and he's just so likable on stage. You have to watch him. If you haven't, check him out. He was on um, uh, Russell Peters and uh, Russell Peters presents that special where right. he brought you know um, uh, Tom Segura. Went back when Tom Segura still had hair. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, you can see Tom Segura and Paul Vergis, Um They were they were very young at the time. Yeah, uh, this, this is available on YouTube. Excellent. Yeah, Paul Varghese is 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 a very funny. Uh, Comedian, I did see that special that you're talking about with, with Russell Peters. That's where I know him best from, from that special. He's, he's a good guy, hilarious guy, and great pick for you, Punk. I really wish I was white because you guys could be flash mobs. 
I was at an Outback Steakhouse, 30 white people ran in and nobody flinched. My number three, it is um, very, this guy has blown up. He's originally, uh, I, I believe he is Korean as well, uh, but he lived in North Carolina for a long time. He's, he's a doctor and it is Ken Jeong. It's Ken yeah. Jung, right? I'm saying it right? Yes, yes. yes. Ken Jung is a hilarious stand-up comedian. I remember uh, the very first time I ever seen him live, you know, and it was one of those things. It was like cliche. They announced him the way like people dread nowadays. It's like, hey, our next comedian is a very funny Asian young man. You know, they, they had to say it that way. But he came out and he killed. And, and mm. for, for what I like about Ken is that he has the likability factor as soon as you look at him you start smiling you already like him he's already wins you over before he even pulls the microphone out of the out of the stand you know so i end up quitting my job and everyone supported me except my strict traditional korean father oh that severely bumped he always wanted to me he wanted me to be a doctor ever since i was born before i was born so when i quit he was mad he was like oh you bring great shame to jung family <laughs> and then after the hangover we are so proud and then he starts going and then when he's going he's funny he's fast-witted he's uh you know a little self-depreciative uh, sometimes but a lot of he's just funny and he's just a mile a minute and he's a funny guy asians they talk about their kids that's how they communicate my uncle's like oh daniel son he discovered a cure for cancer you know and my dad's like i have a daughter she have full scholarship at duke oh what does a kenny do <laughs> But I, I feel like he's a good entertainer. He's he's um, he can sing, he can dance. I'm sure he's amazing on stage. All right, fine. So now. We are at number two. We're almost there. We're almost at number one. This is number two. Who's your number two pick? Uh, did I get it? Shen Wang. Um, that's how he pronounced his name, Shen Wang. Um, I think he's. Uh, if if you if you say it the right, you know, if you say it. As, in in Mandarin, you'll be uh, Shen Wang. Yeah. Ah, Shen Wang. But he says Shen Wang. Okay. He, he says it's Shen Wang, so we'll go go by Shen Wang. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Shen Wang. Sometimes I tell people that they're like, "Wow, that's a perfect name for stand-up comedy." <laughs> yeah, but before that, there was childhood. He is uh, Taiwanese uh, American. Taiwanese American first generation immigrant. Uh, his parents, he grew up in Houston, Houston, Texas. Um, and he's done comedy in Houston for a long time. Um, and he, he moved to New York, he moved to LA. He was, um, I believe, I could be wrong, 
Uh, he's some kind of writer for Fresh Off the Bow, either for Fresh Off the Bow or for Ali Wong, but he works with Ali Wong a lot. Um, if we're trying to screen people for cancer, it shouldn't be that hard. You know, like when guys, when we get checked, you know, they touch your balls, they put a finger in your butt, like, that's pretty chill. <laughs> that's pretty chill. I believe most of us already did that for fun. The reason I pick him, he is very, very unique in the Asian comedian, you know, uh, amongst Asian comedians because uh, this album, uh, Cornucopias are actually horrible containers. That's the name of the album. Um, <laughs> this album came out um, roughly 10 years ago. I think at the time he was so much ahead of all the Asian comedians in this country. He was so much ahead of them. Um, you, it's still a follow me album if you listen to it now, um, he um, he went very much the opposite of all the other Asian comedians at the time. Because at the time, there was a lot of Asian comedians doing um, mom and dad jokes, making fun of their immigrant parents, doing their accents, um, talk about, you know, stereotypes. Um, but they're not, you know, some of them are not very good. Right, uh, right. Um, and Shen Wang, um, this album, um, he actually spent very little time in talking about um, being Asian. I did a test one time. I put Visine in one eye. Just one eye. I looked in the mirror, did a side-by-side -side comparison. Control group was red per usual. Test subject was white, but like way too white. <laughs> like between the two of them, this one was more suspicious. But he spends a lot of time uh, talk about his personal stories, uh, how he was a, he was an alcoholic, uh, how um, you know his life in New York. Um, Breakfast is fun. Breakfast is, uh, it's full of Breakfast is down to whatever's because breakfast gets it. Breakfast knows there are others. Yeah, I, I like um, Shang Wang as well. I, I watched some of his stuff. Um, I, I didn't know that I knew him. So when I saw your list and I checked him out, and then I remembered him. I saw like he was on. I think he was on like, um, if I'm not mistaken, like Conan O'Brien and shows like that. Uh, I think oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did some of the late night stuff. My parents are immigrants, and sometimes it's very hard for me to think about it. Like, like the whole idea of immigration sounds crazy. You know, like can you imagine leaving home right now? You just leave all your friends, all your family. You move to a completely foreign country just so your offspring can have more opportunities. And then your kid goes into stand-up comedy. <laughs> All right, so for, for my, uh, my number two pick, as a, again, um, another Korean uh, comedian who mm. uh, is, 
he, he may be like in America one of the most famous ones on these lists so far. Uh, and this is Bobby Lee. So Bobby Lee is he's a comedian with like this endless supply of energy and he just kind of unleashes it all on stage and he's very unorthodox, unpredictable style. He'll take his clothes off and he'll he'll give the audience members lap dances and then he's just but then he could also be insightful and he's and he could be deep also at times. He can he can get in some some you know if you watch his podcast sometimes he can get a little deep and then he can also be extremely outrageous and silly. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, he's the kind of comedian where most people either love him or hate him. I think the worst thing about being Asian American in this country is when people try to guess my nationality. I hate that. I'm Korean, I'll tell you, but don't guess. I was at a party once, this blonde walks up to me and she goes, oh my God, are you like Chinese? <laughs> are you like Chinese? So I said, no, are you like brunette? <laughs> He's been around for a, a long time from like Mad TV, and yes. um, and that was where he came came like most famous from. But um, but he's another one that I've read that people get upset with him for what he did on Mad TV by exploiting Asian stereotypes and things like that. Um, mm. So, w what are your thoughts on on uh, Bobby Lee? Uh, you know, I. I think uh, it was, this was recently, um, and I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. Uh, the guy, uh, the guy on Harrow and Kumar, uh, I think his name is something Cho, forgot. Um, and then the guy on uh, Walking Dead, the, the, the Korean guy, um, both of them were on the same podcast somewhere uh, talking about how important um, Bobby Lee was to them. They're like watching uh, Bobby Lee on Mad TV change their lives. Uh oh, le hot dog! It's the power of, you know, representation. Uh, it's, it's the power of role model. And they just, they watched it when they were young and they, they thought maybe we can make it and as actors we can maybe i can make it as a comedian you know um yeah there's he, he's definitely done a lot of he's uh one of the four runners trailblazers for asian comedians and he's real successful so white people say racist shit accidentally that's gonna stop <laughs> i had a photo shoot for this harold and kumar movie right photographer is white he kept saying bobby um can we get more expression in your eyes i'm like what the f <laughs> There's only two things I do, open and close. This is happy, sad, angry, all that shit. All right, now it's time for your number one uh, pick. Who do you got, Pong? Um, that is, of course, myself. No. Ronnie <laughs> 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 uh, Chan. Ronnie Chen, oh my God, where do I start? <laughs> he is uh, our Kevin Hart. He is our Roy Wood Jr. He is our George Carlin. He is, he is like definitely right now. Nobody can touch him. 
best Asian comedian in America right now. Or the biggest stereotype, or should I say the smallest stereotype? Asian people have small dicks. <laughs> I didn't know that. I had nothing to compare it to. He's he's also ch uh, from Chinese descent as well, right? He's, he's Chinese, I believe. Uh, I believe he is uh, Chinese Malaysian. Oh, uh, okay. He's probably born in Malaysia. He was probably born in either Singapore or Malaysia. Grew up in Malaysia, uh, you know, from a Chinese household and moved to uh, Australia. He did star comedy in Australia. Wow. Um, and he also took, you know, he also went to law school in Australia. He was going to become a lawyer, but he got real successful in Australia doing stand-up comedy. Um, and then he moved to New York to pursue his comedy journeys. Yo, we don't shut down for Christmas, do you understand? We work through public holidays. Any city in America when it's 3 a.m. and you're hungry, where do you go? You go to Chinatown, that's where you go. What I like about him too is, uh, again, stage presence. He's always sharp dressed. He uh, he always looks. He he looks like he's smarter than everybody in the room, and and right. and he presents himself that way. And uh, he's uh, so angry. He's so passionate. Whatever he talks about, he's so passionate about. Uh, yes. That's what I love about him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love um, you know how he he basically confronts the stereotypes, and then and then put, you know, he confronts them all and then shoots them right back out at you. Who the fuck measured enough dicks to get a large enough sample size to reduce your standard deviation down to an acceptable margin of error? That's what I want to know, all right? And um, he just got such a way about him where I do see what you're saying when you, when you compare him to Carlin or when you compare him to some of these greats, I could see the Carlin in him because he does challenge the status quo. We need an Asian president, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Man, man or woman, man or woman, get that Asian president in the White House. We will fix this shit in a week. Um, and uh, well, he has a uh, it's a really good joke, but it's not on the special. It was from his uh, Just for Labs album, uh, where he talks about. Uh, you know, uh, we're the majority uh, of the Earth's population. Chinese people are the, or Asian people are the majority of the Earth's population. I got news for you guys. There's more of me and my kind of race than any other race on the planet. Okay, you know what that means? That means we are the majority. We dictate what is normal behavior. So all that shit, bad driving, small digs, good at math, even if that was true, guess what, that'll be normal, right? I like he's political humor. I like his social commentary. Uh, I like uh, that he talks about uh, black and Asian, you know, uh, communities, black and Asian uh, relationships, um, relationships between minorities. Um, and uh, the way he, he is, uh, the thing about him, he's, he's Malaysian, uh, but he represents Chinese culture hard. Imagine harnessing the power of Asian people in government. Oh my God. I actually met him once, um, you know, early, early on. I met him years ago. Uh, I just went there to watch him. 
And uh, I talked to him for a little bit. I had some questions, and I go, you know,、um, I'm I'm from China, and I have this accent, and、uh, people people was tell people used to tell me, hey, you can't what well, you can't just talk about、um, being Chinese.、Uh, why don't you talk about being a human? I'm like Chinese are human too. Like you, just- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right, they they look at you that way. I'm like, because I I was confused. Like,、um, am I being too Asian? I'm not. Am I, you know, is that a problem or should I, you know, I don't know. Should I change?、Uh, should I write about、uh, dogs and <laughs> skateboards? I don't know. Like,、uh, what are you what are you talking?、Uh, but I ask him that question. He goes,、um, Hey, you can be. Fuck other people. You can be as Chinese as as you want to. It's the money and the prestige. Because if you're a first generation immigrant, your children becoming doctors is the quickest way. You can turn it around in one generation. Instant credibility, instant respectability, instant money. Right? You flip the clan narrative around. Boom. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. We doctors. <laughs> Great number one pick.、Um, Yeah, Ronnie Chen, hilarious, great comedian, great pick.、Um, my number one, I went with、um, this is a, a Japanese comedian. He is a legend. A lot of people don't even realize that he started his career as a、mm. comedian. And this、yeah. is、uh, Pat Morita. Uh, Pat Morita, better known as Mr. Miyagi for、uh, mm. the Karate Kid.、Um, mm. He he began his career、um, as a stand-up comedian in like the the sixties and seventies. He was mentored by Red Fox, so Red、wow. Fox took him under his wing, and、uh, he was even、um, his first manager、uh, when he was a comedian was Sally Marr, who is、um, Sally Marr is Lenny Bruce's mother. <laughs> so the great Lenny Bruce, his mom、uh, was basically.、Um, Pat Morita's manager, she and、wow. and、uh, he he went on and and he was, was doing the late night comedy clubs、uh, of the time. There really weren't clubs; it was they were more like nightclubs.、Um, so he got brought in on the Playboy Club circuit with Hugh Hefner and all those guys. And at that time, all those comedians were like the Lenny Bruce's, the Red Fox.、Um, I think、um, you know all th- those comedians. It was kind of. Jazzy kind of comics that were really pushing the edge、uh, were all on that Playboy Club circuit back then in the '60s. Oh, and I and I saw、um, a, a Japanese war movie that、uh, kind of showed them winning for a change. You know, it was a, <laughs> was a satirical thing. Was, like 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 their pilots got to wear the white scarves. For They had the straight teeth and the snappy uniform. Paparita, again, he he went. With some of the cliches, but he also broke ground. He broke ground not only for for Japanese, but I think for all Asians, and、um, and really showed people that this can be done. And I think he was a trailblazer, and、um, you know, and and that's、uh, why I made Pat Morita、uh, my number one pick. And、uh, I'll never forget the the first time I met her. I went up to her. I said,、um, "Do you drink?" She said, "Hi." I said, "Would you like a little nip?" I need to check him out. I, I never 
heard his stand-up. I know who he is. I, I never heard his stand-up. And I would get like a lot of nutty questions, you know. Like, Why you not speak a Japanese? <laughs> and I would make up one excuse after another, you know. And tell him I'm an Irish Italian suffering from jaundice. Uh. You have seen the Karate Kid, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think about Mr. Miyagi as a kid? Um, I watched it when I was so young. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> uh, I just I just thought that was a really cool character. He looked cool on camera. Right. <laughs> he was awesome. Very cool. So now we have all 10 of our picks. Now the hard part comes, Pun. We have to now break this down into five. So I'll read them all off again, and then we'll start seeing. Um, then we're going to start taking people off the list and build our final five together, okay? Oh, okay. So we got, uh, again, I'm going to mess these names up. Kumal mm -hmm. Najiani. Yes. Margaret Cho. Ali Wong. Steve Byrne. Paul Varghese. Varghese, Ken Jeong, Shang Wong, Bobby Lee, Ronnie Chin, and Pat Morita. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is, um, who do, who do you think? I'm uh, well. We'll start this way. I think for sure, we have to mm. keep Ronnie Chin stays in. I think Ronnie Chin. It's mm. phenomenal. He stays. He stays on the on the list. He, we're keeping him, right? <laughs> so, um, this is tough. Uh, 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 well, before you do that, um, let's just talk about what what are, what is our standard? What are we going for? Um, you know, we we going for um, the best. The funniest comic? Are we picking the funniest comic or are we picking the most successful comic? Um, I think we. I think it's a mix for me. It's not always about success for me. For mm -hmm. me, it's it's about um, and especially in this case, what they meant to the community too. Like like a guy mm -hmm. like like Ronnie Chin or even if you look at like Pat Barita, what those guys meant to the community and how they helped. Um, blaze the trail right and oh, open yeah. up for other um, Asian comedians down the road and then all then I look at the funny but success mm -hmm. I, I would say is the third reason why I would pick them okay yeah yes because that's why I'm thinking for me like right now I love him uh, Steve Byrne mm. but I think he's um, I, I would take him off of the list yeah just because when you look at the other people on this list i think that they mm -hmm. uh, not that steve byrne doesn't matter uh, he's on my top five for a reason but that he i just feel the others way heavier and that they should stick around so steve byrne will be the first one i remove okay so now so we we added ronnie chin to the final and we remove Steve Byrne. So, uh, what do you think, uh, Pong? Who, who should we take out next? Um, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I'll, I'll let <laughs> you just. 
I'll let you decide. Uh, this gets tough. This gets tough because, because yeah. to me too. Again, yeah, this is this is Sean doesn't because he doesn't. He's not very active, uh, you know, these days. Um, Which one was that? Shang Wang. Oh, Shang Wang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, okay. So we'll we'll remove Shang Wang. Yeah. He's. Well, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's more, I think he's doing more writing. Although Fresh Off the Bow is a great show. If he was a writer, Fresh Off the Bow, um, right. then he, yeah, he is doing something for the <laughs> Asian community. Um, <laughs> so, think, so who else on your list do you absolutely want to keep? So we got Ronnie Chin. You have um, Paul Varghese, you have Ali Wong, and uh, and Kumal Najiani. Mm, you know, if if we're going by jokes, if we're going just by jokes, um, I I love Paul Varghese and Shen Wang. Um, they're like some of the best, you know, joke writers. That I ever know, uh, but if we're going by your standard, uh, you know, Shen Wang is not. So he's not the he's not the uh, <laughs> oh you know the the trailblazer or he's not you know real influential. It gets even tough. in our own community. It's um, yeah. So yeah. okay, so we'll keep Paul Varghese. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we got Paul Varkis, Ronnie Chin, and then I, I think because of what you said about mm -hmm. Bobby Lee, I think Bobby Lee should stay. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. yeah, for sure. So, so now we have three that are staying. Um, and then that, so to me, I think too, I love Kumal uh, Nanjiani, yeah. but, but I, I still think... I don't know. So if you got Kumal, Margaret Cho, Ken Jeong, uh, I don't know uh, who to keep out of that because I also think, again, you tell me, should we keep Pat Morita? I think uh, Pat Morita blazed a lot of the trail. So I'm wondering if Pat Morita, uh, and he's funny. When you watch a stand up, you'll see that he's, he's funny too. Um, but what do you think? Because um... yeah, if we're going by your standard, then he's uh, he's definitely staying. He's, well, if he's one of the OGs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then mm. that okay. So so right now we have four four mm. guys that have made it in. Okay. Right. Uh, and that is Paul yeah, Varghese. I think it's either Ali Wong. The 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 last person is either Ali Wong or or Margaret Cho. Let's go Ali Wong, because she was your pick. And I also think I love Margaret Cho, too. All these people in the top ten are there for a reason. We love them all, but we have to make this a five. I think Ali Wong is funnier if we add the funny to this list, because we, we could agree they're both equally right. important mm -hmm. um, and and all that. And they both equally blaze trails. But I think when it comes to who's funnier, I okay, really yeah. think. And Ali Wong, also to your point, too, Ali Wong 
doesn't lean into stereotypes where if you look mm -hmm. at margaret cho her whole her whole routine is is uh her mom and, um and stereotypes so we could take it from this so ali wong this is great so now so here's our five and then you tell me if you who you want as number one that would be all you pong to pick that right now we have our top five is ali wong Paul Varghese, Ronnie Chin, Bobby Lee, and Pat Morita. I'm I'm thinking um, Ronnie Chin should be number one. Uh, yeah, I mean we already have top five. <laughs> <laughs> we got our top five. You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter the order, right? These are mm -hmm. all five great comedians. Pat Morita, Ronnie Chin, Bobby Lee, Paul Varghese, and Ali Wong. What a great top five we got, Pong. Yeah, and I'm learning something too today. <laughs> Some of the comedians you mentioned, I, I never even got to watch them. This is but great. I'm also really new at stand-up. I'm very, <laughs> I, I only knew about stand-up when I was 25. I started listening to stand-up. I didn't grow up, you know, listening to stand up. Right. So I, I, a lot of comics I don't know, naturally. <laughs> uh, this was great. This was uh, terrific. I, I really uh, enjoyed talking to you and going through all these uh, great comedians. Um, tell everybody really quick where they could see you and find you uh, online or like if Instagram and stuff like that and where they could follow you. Um, yes, it's uh, Down Comedy, P E N G D A N G Comedy. At everything um, you know you can find me on YouTube um, Instagram Twitter Facebook it's the same handle for everything excellent well Pong Dung thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me my friend this is great uh, hopefully you come into the New York area soon and mm. we can we can catch you here at our local clubs uh, at Governor's Comedy Club here on Long Island oh wow I didn't know you were in New York yeah Long Island yeah. Yes. Oh, I'll definitely hit you up when I'm in the area. Yes, indeed. Thanks again, everybody. Pong Dong, and we got a great top five out of this. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Right. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. That's the top five Asian comedians that me and Pong Dong came up with. Pretty cool list. Please, again, leave your comments below. We want to hear what your top five is. And as always, we'll see you again next time. <laughs>